When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Glenn Campbell cover of the Foo Fighters. I'm trying to cleanse your palate. Thank you. I like this you. one. Yeah. I like this one a lot. Um, this one's more upbeat. This is a little bit more. See, my goodness, Taylor. It's like it just makes me want to go. That's a dangerous thing to say in L.A. You can't, be, the, can't be dissing Morrissey. I, I, well, I'm gonna. It makes me. It, it, <laughs> it makes me want to go stand in the corner and cry. It's just incredibly downbeat. Give me. You a go out to your this. car in the parking garage. A couple Sob. guys out there. <laughs> a couple guys heard what you said about Morrissey, no, you bro. Know what they said? Why did you say that about Morrissey? <laughs> Could be doing that. That's what the Morrissey fans would do. They're so they're in You're their not feelings. Wrong. They're in their feelings. Trav, all I got the another time. one of our High School Musical. Oh, yeah, I don't know. All right, go ahead. All right, so it's the anniversary of High School Musical. It came out on this day in 2006, and Troy Bolton. Uh, <laughs> Troy Bolton. Yeah, it's it's a impactful movie for me. Uh, and Travis has watched it a bunch of time with with his daughter Kelly. So this is the next one. The, set, the title of the song is called Breaking Free. So here is the uh, lead in. You don't know it. I got nothing. Oh, I, We're I knew breaking the free, soaring. Oh, so I knew flying. that part. If you would have gone through the breaking free, I might have gotten the soaring. But now this, I haven't seen it in a long time. This is, I'm, I'm getting trounced in this game. This is, this is. Not I want Slee to guess me. the next time. Just a he random should. guess. Sure. <laughs> I just want you sure. to just assume what's going to happen next. Genuine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Um, it'll come back. Oh, the the football. The the games this weekend. Yep, you got to skip one. Which one are you skipping? Which is the one that you need to see the least? Because San Francisco, Dallas, got to see in. that. Cincinnati, Buffalo, I'm got to see that. Mm-hmm. That leaves the other two. You got Philly and the Giants, Jacksonville, KC. Um, yeah, All right, Philly and the Giants. If I'm going to make a case for it, I actually think it's going to be a good game. Um, I think it will be a little bit boring. It's not going to be this. I don't it's not going to be forty-five be, to forty-two. No, I don't. So I, I'll put that game away. And it's not that I don't want to watch that matchup. I do, but I want to see. I'm kind of curious here. The Jags writing something. Doug Peterson basically doesn't care. We'll do whatever the hell he wants to do. And you're going up against Patrick Mahomes, arguably the most exciting player in the NFL. I think that's the right answer. I think that you you look at. Jacksonville, they're interesting, right? They, they look, they could lose by four touchdowns. They can. But they also it, have nothing to lose. Like they have they, nothing they'll to try lose, everything. But it, it, that would be, and I believe that's the first game tomorrow, right? Jacksonville yes. and, and KC. Doug Peterson actually makes that game. It, usually, a coach doesn't. You don't really draw interest because of the coach, but I, I'm kind of drawing interest of. I don't know what he's going to do. He's interesting. Yeah. Well, in, Andy Reid off of a bye never loses. Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes in the divisional round of the playoffs never loses. Trevor Lawrence never loses on Saturdays, so something's got to get. But this, not that Jacksonville can't win, but yeah. if halfway through that, if it's middle of the third quarter and it's thirty-five to ten, Kansas City, I would not fall off. My I chair. agree with you. No, actually, the only surprise to me is 
it's 35-28 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Jacksonville's still in also, it. And Andy Reid's not Brandon Staley. That's He's not going to just let them back in the game for no good reason. He's not, he's not. not. He knows how to do that. Think about this, too. If the Chiefs do win tomorrow, they will host five AFC Championship games in a row if they get their... Um, if they win tomorrow, does well, that Buffalo, count? Buffalo wins, yeah. and they're doing the neutral, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But Atlanta. still, it, mm-hmm. but they're not on the road either, right? It's like kind of yeah. a yeah, that's amazing. One. No, you're right. That's but, amazing. And then they only have one Super Bowl just mm-hmm. show for it. I don't know. That's kind of like when are we going to have that conversation? <laughs> I think it's a great question. It? I, I think that they're one more non Super Bowl loss away from being an, a team that has underachieved. Right, they've been to a Super Bowl and lost. They've been to a Super Bowl and won. They've been to two Super Bowls in the last four or five years, which is amazing. But to Emily's point, if you host the conference championship game a half a decade or more, mm-hmm. and you've got one Super Bowl championship, that seems that's that's it's not Buffalo Bills because you got one, but doesn't it seem like the Chiefs are always the team to beat? Only they've won it once. They've won it the same amount of times as the Rams, and you know maybe we'll see if the 49ers punch their ticket, the Cowboys, the Eagles. Like all these teams have already won one as well. It's it's not in my taste right now. Like I don't I know it, but it's not. It doesn't dominate my conversation about the Chiefs. If it happens again this year, and even if they made the Super Bowl and lost, you'd kind of sit back and say, all right, well they got one. You would have thought. Just being in the mix as much as they have, they cash in. It's not one. a perfect comp, but is it a little dodgery, right? It's 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 a little. They've been the best team for a long time, but they only have one to show for it. There, I, I think, I think you, there's some. Parallels. I think you need more more failure from the from the Chiefs. But to the, get the to windows that. in the NFL are much smaller than in baseball. In baseball, if you get good, you could stay good for eight or nine. Also, years. last year was a failure of the AFC Championship game. They were up by a lot, right? Against a team that was. Inexperience, yeah. They mm-hmm. they blew that game. They blew the I'm game a- against New England a couple years ago when uh, I think it was D Ford lined up offsides. Yep. 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 They yeah they they've had some ones that, like they got blown out by Tampa in the 31 Super Bowl. Thirty one something. Yeah. yeah they, they, they've nine, they've had some face plants. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but we only don't hold them accountable the same way success. as some other teams. I feel like because they're always they're always really good. There's Patrick Mahomes. They look great, and they won one early in his in his tenure. There. I think that's it. He got one early, and we kind of settled down. It's mm-hmm. not unlike Aaron Rodgers, who got one relatively early. You felt like they were going to go back over and over and over again. They've never been well, back. and you kind of don't know what if if in the AFC this year Buffalo, let's say, makes it to the Super Bowl. Before the season started, a lot of people's pick, right? It was the Buffalo Bills. So, And Josh Allen, they've kind of had their uh, use the game last season where they go into overtime and, and Buffalo ends up losing. That's kind of part of their progression as well. So, Okay, I have a scenario for you. Okay. It's the last game, mm-hmm. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It's Dallas and San Francisco. Yep. Dallas scores a touchdown somewhere early in the game, first quarter, second yeah. quarter, whatever. Yeah. Okay, It's their first touchdown of the game. Yep. Here comes Brett Maher. Mm-hmm. He misses. Yep. Do you let him kick the rest of the game? No. You're done. Yeah, I'm done. He gets one yeah, one I, I, shot. And I think that's that's incredibly fair. I think coming I off of too. I think coming off of we, you might have had just one of those bad days, those bad games, and luckily we were up enough to where we could keep letting you kind of take another one here. Okay, here's you missed the first two. Okay, missed the third. You missed the fourth. You're doing something that really has not happened before. Don't Five get, if you include the, the game before, one. right? Yeah. So you come out in this game knowing that Every point is going to matter against the Niners. You come out of this game knowing that you could lose the game by one or three or five or six. There's a good chance it's going to be a one-score game. Okay. So 
in that first kick that you get, this is your chance to basically tell us, I hit this one, let me take another one. Yes. And I think at any point that if you miss, at least for me, I'm doing one of two things. Either I'm going for it on fourth down if it's fourth and short, or I am uh, I'm for two. off a touchdown, I'm going for two. That's I, what I, I'm doing. I, I, I agree with ev- literally everything you said. I think where it gets weird, he misses the opening kick. You, you, I'm with you. Okay, dude. We're done. We, we can't afford to let you trick yeah. this off. And at this Nothing point, personal. It's just we, business. we only need to convert on half of our two-pointers and we're still in the game, right? What if they're down, say, two points? they got three seconds left on the clock and the ball's on the 36-yard line. And he and you've basically iced him. because I got the answer there, Do you too. just throw it in the end zone for a Hail Mary? You no, said, look, I, we I, have to let him try to kick a 48-yard field goal to win this game. I have the answer there, too. I kick a field goal. I think you have to try, I kick a right? Field goal. Yep. Yeah, it's weird that. And here's the chance for you to right all your wrongs, or, um, and listen, you're just far enough, right? Like to feel comfortable. A little looser. But I'm saying even to to feel comfortable with going for it with two seconds left to go, and you're only down two, and you got to throw it in the end zone. Right. What a disadvantage. In an NFL football game, I would actually put the ball in the kicker's hand and say, try to kick it. I, I, again, I agree with you 100%. I would do the exact same thing. This is why that guy can't be on the damn team on Sunday. <laughs> okay, wait. Did you hear this? I think they had practice. I was yesterday, day before. Um, this kicker went Mar? six for six yeah. in practice. Yeah. And the other kicker, who they, I think they brought- Vizcaino. The, okay. I think he went three for five or something like that, or three for whatever he went, but he missed a couple of them. So, you know, right out the gate, there is no comfort level. Okay, you you clearly know you have a problem. He missed five in a row. Yeah. You clearly know he has a problem to the tune of we bring in another guy to come and push him and practice, yep. only you don't use him? That I, I, you, you and I are on the same page. Yeah. If he misses, we're done with him. Mm-hmm. We cannot use him again under the, other than the very specific scenario that we laid out. Why not see if the other guy, the other guy's going to be looser on a PAT than Mar is. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't kick a field goal the whole game, he's going to get you the seventh point on a touchdown more likely than not. If if, if that guy misses a field goal or yeah. misses yeah. PATs, yeah. it's not even his fault. It's McCarthy's fault mm-hmm. and it's Jerry Jones's fault. You don't want to for give him, him on the damn. He would have been gone. He wouldn't have come home with the team. Stay in Tampa. Go wherever you want from there. We're done with you. Sure. Okay. By the way, the the dude that they brought in is he taking up? That's a legitimate. He took up Pract- a roster spot. Practice squad. Okay. Yeah, so the practice squad. So what what I would say is I'm giving him one more kick. That's what I Mark. would tell you. I'm giving him one more kick. And that one but kick what if will that, determine. But what if it what misses out and you lose by a point? What if he misses and you mm-hmm. lose by a point and it's you you don't you there's so, a very good chance if he's yeah. not your guy yeah. that you lost the game. Here's here's the only good thing in that situation is that you're giving him the first kick is hopefully early enough in the game to make your determination moving forward. I'm not telling you that you can't lose by a point. I'm not yeah. saying that that can't happen. I'm not saying that you can't lose by 3 points. What I'm saying is if you give him the first kick and you're basically saying you hit it, you continue, you miss it, you're done. Hopefully you're in that first quarter and you got some time to adjust. But we're not going to let him adjust. He doesn't get to go back out if he misses. As in the team gets oh, to adjust oh, yeah. if he misses that. kind of want our scenario to come true. Interesting. I, I, I want him to miss the early one, and then I want them to be stuck in a situation where they have no options. Who would have known 
that breaking down a playoff game, we would spend seven minutes talking about a kicker with extra points. But that's the, I mean, that it's could the be the storyline. No, 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 it's the storyline. Yes. It is literally the storyline of the Cowboys Dak right looked now. great. Offense looked great. Mike Parsons looked great. Like yep. all the, the Cowboys for the first time in a long time, like, you know, the Cowboys are pretty darn good. good. Yep. And except they've got, and God, how many times do you watch a playoff game and it comes down to a kick or two? Of course. All the most time. Of them. Most, most of them. Yes. Yeah. Most of them. And like, maybe what if this, what if it's like 7-7 going into the, and the 49ers score a touchdown to go up 14-7. And here you come down. Dallas has the ball. He made one early, but it's another PAT. He's got to make it to send it to overtime. Misses. <laughs> That's what I want. I just want him to miss and lose the game. That's what I'm rooting for. It's a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 ESPN, getting you ready for what's on tap. It's the NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. AD is healthier sooner than we thought. That's great news, but lots of questions. We'll do that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Trav, as a Cowboy fan, your scenarios just made me drive off the road. If we lose because of the kicker, I'm going to need professional help. That's from Erica Thomas. We were talking about it this morning, Berg, yeah. about uh, Brett Maher. And I think we were all in agreement he gets one. And I think we're all in agreement that if he misses it, we're it. Done, done here. Yep. <laughs> but why, if that's the scenario then why are you letting him kick any of them? Get a new guy. Well, you're <laughs> trusting a guy you don't know. The guy clearly didn't beat the, out him in the practice. The, the devil you don't know, I understand. But this man missed five things that should be 98% automatic. He missed five in a row. Okay. He hit the 2% five times in a row. Make the case both ways. I asked you because I did not know. Was he a pretty good kicker in the during regular season? You said yes. He was. And then there's also the... Hey, it's in his head. That's not something that just goes away. It's in his head. Um, What if I told you that he hit six kicks in a row in practice? Yeah, we were just talking about that. And, 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 <laughs> it doesn't matter. It no, it, it doesn't matter. It but, nothing. But it's fair to say this. I really, really do believe that it's not. this is not uh, a comfortable situation for the Cowboys to be in. But in that first quarter, an opportunity comes up to go kick a field goal or an extra point. This is your this is your tryout. You hit it, you move on. You don't. 
I'm now going for twos, and I'm also going on my fourth downs in scenarios where yeah. it's close enough to where I don't want to take a field. It's a little bit like a relief pitcher in baseball. Like The guy's got a bunch of saves. He's lights out through the first four months of the season, and then towards the end, he's a little rocky. And then Craig in Kimbrell, your, what is one, one month? Yeah, but Kimbrell was never good. One he, month. He, he was, was kind of all over the place. It was a little like Kenley a couple of years ago sure. when the year they won the World Series where finally Dave goes, we're just not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Julio, you come in and finish these games. I can't. Put, I can't put myself in a position to lose this the same way again. I, if I'm going to lose it, I'm going to lose it doing definitely. Dallas is risking losing the same way again. I'm, That's the part I don't get. It's so tough too because there's going to be there's going to be moments where you're going to need a field goal. Especially you're down by one. You're down. Yes, against San Francisco, there's going to be so many times you're like you're on the 35 yard line and you really you're, it's like fourth and four. It's just you can't. It's, it's going to be a tough situation. Do to we go know for it? Do we know who's carrying that game? Who's it's got, Fox. Is it Fox? Fox has a NFC. How are you not running ads right now to tune into the game, showing every extra point but, off? This is like the highlight of the game here. Well, I mean, I'm hyping you're, myself. You're right. I'm hyping right. myself to watch you're this watching game right. because we're talking about <laughs> this right. kicker being the difference of hitting an extra the, the point or not. The crazy thing is, though, too, guys, is this isn't just fans talk radio people saying, oh, the kicker, Troy Aikman, in the middle UCLA. of the game, Troy Aikman said, they're going to have to find somebody mm-hmm. else. Peyton Manning said on his broadcast, have you, have you ever fired a kicker at halftime of a playoff game? That well, he th- loves kickers. Those guys were both clearly like, get him out. You know why they hate kickers? Because they're real football players. They have to do all the hard stuff. Somebody, Ray Lewis is trying to hit him in the head. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald's trying to break their neck. And, and all of a sudden, this guy comes out there and, look, you miss a 50-yard field goal at the end of the game. That stuff happens. Four extra points? Get out of here. No. And that both of those it's guys a, like I, I get like what you say. I like when you say it's a real stuff. It's like an NBA game. You know when people come in, um, somebody falls, and you got to get somebody to come just kind of like mop the area, right? <laughs> right. It's like somebody falls, they go down the other floor, and I'm mopping the wrong area. <laughs> it's like you got one job. You got yes. one job. Mop the damn wet spot and get off. I'm like, well, I didn't see it. I mean, because <laughs> I didn't see it. I mean, he has other guys that he's like, you know, the punter needs to be able to hold it in the right position and everything like that. But he he was. I don't know who the punter is or the guy the, the holder, holder is. The I don't know who the holder the is. The snaps were good. The holds were good. Everything, everything was, good. was Every, fine. They, yeah. they, he was just shank, shank. The, the operation, as they yeah. call it, was all good. Yeah. Right up until ball hit foot. And then it was not good. Are you rooting for him to make the kick or are you rooting for him no, to I, miss I, the No, I love kick? chaos. And I love it when you are you can see it coming and yeah. the person who can't see it coming is going, um, you got a problem. Or, no, yeah. I don't. He missed some good ones along but the way. Don't, but, <laughs> but, well, no, he just so missed Trav, five so in Trav, a row. So, Trav, you're, I th- this is where maybe I think we, we might disagree on this one. Are you saying, how is this guy on the field? Yes. Is it as simple as that? Yes. 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 Are you saying the same uh, thing? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, he so he that gave five that kicks in a row, including the, at the end of the regular season. What are we? What are we talking about? He did just five kicks in a row. Hold on, real quick. Just this, this, extra this, points. Yes. Yeah. This is important distinction. Mm-hmm. He missed five PATs in a row. Right. He didn't miss five five field. Goal. He missed five PATs in a row. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's it's out of control. You can't right, you well, can't have that type of guy. In the, now, okay, I'll tell you this. this I'm Sunday. rooting. Wouldn't it be super cowboysy if this is how it goes down? To of course it would. I'm I am rooting for him to miss the first PAT. But if he came in for a game winning fifty yard field goal, I'd you be want him to hit him that? To yeah, I'm rooting for him to hit the. PAT. I would have. I, I, I'm, I think I'm on my own. Although I don't really want the Cowboys to win, so I probably yeah, I can't root for the, I can't root for the Niners either. But I, I, 
I think in that like situation. For him, because I, for at that him, point, you're like, okay, he could be in deep trouble. He needs to make this. It would be a pretty up. damn cool story yeah. if he hit yeah, a 50 I think for the yarder story, and then okay. it ended it, right there. Let's say yeah. he, he hits that kick that we're yeah. talking about. Yep. You still cut him after the game, right? No. No, he See, just I, hit the I'm with Al here. I, I no, he hit the 50 yard. Because, I, it, it, Trav, Trav, this is what you're saying, and this is why I'm saying the first kick determines everything, okay? The first kick is basically saying there is no, there's no BS here. Like, there is no, we're trying to support you, all this stuff. You hit it, you stay. You don't, we moved on, and that's it. It's over. If he hit a big-time field goal to end the game, I am letting this dude get all the shine as much yeah. as possible, and then we're going yeah. to the next week, and we're saying, all right, you're kind of in a similar scenario. I, I, I just would not. It's it's almost like, okay, we got away with it again. We, we escaped yeah. despite, being not, despite not being able to do the simplest thing there is to do in this game. Yep. We escaped again. I just, I can't. Because what if what if instead of a field goal this time you lose seventeen to sixteen because he missed another one the following mm-hmm. week? Oh, and, and it's, it's, it's just you, you you can't he can't be there. You have to go to a new guy. Yeah, so, that's so what do you the problem. Do? Okay, so then but you would bring him out for a game winning fifty yard field goal in that if very he, if he missed the first kick and you never and you were doing two I, point I two point that tries scenario is you've got a guy that probably isn't going to make the kick, but the odds of that going through are better than Better than two seconds yeah. left, and you're trying to yeah, do it. I think I, that's why. I know you teased it a couple times on the AD front. Yes. Just say what you were going to say, because you were talking about, we were talking about, he might be back in a oh, week right. or so. So they're they're in a spot. They're 20 and 25. Yep. Where they were a year ago at this time, they were 22 and 23. So a little bit better a year yeah. ago. Not not a huge difference. Bring but Carmelo back. Bring <laughs> Rondo. Exactly. All those things. <laughs> It was about a. It was about the beginning of February last year when remember we were kind of joking around Al, where the Lakers were either two games above five hundred, two games below. They just kind of sat in that little four game range. Yeah. Up until about right now, mm-hmm. and then beginning of February, it's when it, they it just ended came, up sixteen games below five hundred. Exactly. So came from that down. point, I'm not saying where they are right now and what we've seen for the last week or so feels kind of like the beginning of what we saw at roughly the same time a year ago. Not that Anthony Davis isn't healthy enough to play, but I wonder if it's like one of those, look, he's good to go. Would it be better to give him another 10 days? We don't have 10 days to mess around with. We don't have the opportunity to let 10 more days go by. He's good. In a perfect world, if we were were 10 games over 500, we'd give him 10 more days. But we don't. We have to go for it. So I, I'm Ugh, I I'm, gonna, like I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna give you some dates and I'm not saying the dates should should do anything but I'm just gonna sh- December 16th is when he got injured okay yeah. that's the Denver game at that moment they said around four weeks all right that was that was kind of the initial evaluated in four, in weeks, four weeks right yeah. and and is by that the way kind of where we are right now we are three days past that so January yeah. 20th so we're a little over four weeks okay. Um, and by the way, just for what it's worth, I think if not today, then by this weekend, Austin Reeves and also Lonnie Walker the fourth hit that two week mark of reevaluated. We'll see if they come back. I get the desperation that the Lakers are in because they are in desperation. Now there's they're a little fortunate that nobody else is winning in the West, and it's and but that doesn't they're that doesn't losing, help my still case. Two and a half back. That doesn't help my case because the they're not helping themselves. They're the only one that continues to lose more than even those other teams that are up in front. So twenty and twenty five. I really, really, really believe the Lakers are not putting AD on the court unless he's. I got no problems. I'm a hundred percent. I feel good. Even in desperation, even in the situation, even if we got to make the place all that, I just think they have to treat AD differently because he's had so many injuries that I don't believe 
maybe it's Anthony Davis saying, hey, I'm good. I just uh, want to get back on that, the floor. That, I'm glad you said that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Lakers saying, hey, push him back. I'm saying Anthony Davis is saying, I'm good to go. I'm not quite 100% good to go, but I want to go. I want to be there for my team. I know that we're in on the precipice of yeah. this thing going yeah. the wrong way. And the only way we're not going to go the wrong way is if I'm there. And even 80%, I'm just making up numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even 80% of me is better than no me at all. Of course. Let's roll. I, you can't do it that way because if he comes back and he gets hurt and he goes, you know what? I came back just a little bit too soon. You can't have that there. Well, you then it's over. Have but, that's, that, but that's what you've had you for two keep, years anyway. But you can't have the, the I came back too early. That cannot be a sentence that's said but by it any just, sense. But here's the thing you, you don't say it like that. You say he had a re aggravation of the injury. And that Which happens means all you the came time. back too early. And not necessarily. Probably, but not Probably. necessarily. If he just said, "Look, it was good, but it's been reaggravated, and now I'm shutting it down again." Is it is it safe to say that AD has been, you know, cautious enough that he is? It's not like AD. I think is coming back while he's feeling a certain way. I think AD is more the opposite side. I think AD will take make sure that hey, my body is good before I do. Come I, back. I'm, I'm going by memory here. Yep. This could be totally wrong. Didn't he kind of say, "Hey, man, let's just give it a shot in the playoffs a couple of years ago"? And it just he went out there, and it's like, "No, that doesn't work." So, and he was, and and I get it, playoffs are a different animal than where we are right now. But he has done it before. He did against Phoenix, yeah. and he was probably out there for I think five minutes. You guys remember, like yeah. five minutes yeah. of that and first quarter, and then it was like the guy can't even get up it, and down the floor, and he was gone. I get that they're different, so playoffs are different. But this is kind of the Lakers' beginning of the playoff push because if they don't start to win, it's not going to matter if he. Uh, yeah. Hey, look. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's end of February and I'm ready to go. Okay, well, too late. Mm -hmm. We're already buried. We don't have a chance to climb out at this point. I, I hope it's not that, but... I just every time that dude plays, you're holding your breath because well, he hits the floor way too often. Yeah. And so when every time he's on the floor, it's like, oh, there it is again. Uh oh, well, it's going to happen again. If we want to use the numbers, he's missed now 17 games over this stretch. Will be 18 after tonight. I think I think he missed a couple games earlier in the season as well. So you're basically looking at he's missed a quarter of the season already. If the season ended today, 
if you went 82 games, he's already missed a quarter of it. But we're probably 60% through well, the season. Say, it's a different way to look at so it. So he's probably missed 40-something percent he's of the season. He's missed nearly half of the games that have been available to yep. him so far this year. It's not. It's just a little bit less than that, but 40% is a ton. Factor Cap, coming up next, it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. I'm proud that Alan actually finished the Truman Show and that he liked it. It was really good. He t- we had a little really good. about it. Yeah, it's great. Really good. I know it was 25 years ago, but really good. <laughs> One of the best exits to a, an, a movie ever. Yeah, that's what I said this morning to him, too. It's amazing. He literally exited. Him, st- him standing the well, at spoiler the wall. Alert. Yeah. Oh, spoiler, yeah, spoiler from a crazy old movie. Well, you guys him told me he finds out before good afternoon, I... Good good evening, and good night was fantastic. Yeah, it was. Fantastic. Yeah, it's, a good it's movie. great. So, um, Shakira, I talked about this a little bit earlier hey. this week. She, she had her diss track about her boyfriend, uh, Gerard Piquet. Um, so, apparently, Shakira learned that she was being cheated on because she noticed that her supply of jam had gone down. And apparently, Gerard Piquet never has jam. So, she immediately like clocked jam, it. like fruit preserves kind yeah, of jam? Yeah, like jelly jam. I, I want to make sure that's not a euphemism or something. <laughs> Yeah, just it's a, a dance. Yeah, yeah. A little jam. Jam just, on it. I'm a bear for accuracy. I just want to know. He doesn't. He doesn't like to dance, but he was dancing. Her Smuckers was getting eaten, and, <laughs> and, and he, her boyfriend does not eat Smuckers. Exactly. And Got so she it. clocked it. Was like someone else has been eating my jam. So there is a specific suspicious activity that your partner would clock immediately. Uh, Travis, factor cap. That would she would clock on me. Yeah, like oh, you're like, oh, oh something's yeah. wrong with Trav. I don't even know what it might be, but yeah, she's pretty tuned in to my habits and everything else. That if I all of a sudden started doing something, he's stretching. That, I'm stretching <laughs> and I'm exercising every day. She'd be like, hey, everything going on. That being said, I think I would be the very last person on earth to know if something on the other side was going on. I, I just <laughs> you seem like, oblivious. Well, she'll come in and she'll like, well, what did you think? I'm like, of what? Well, the new the the new chair. I'm like. Where is it? You're sitting in it. It's like I. I, <laughs> yeah, I oh, okay. I have. I have no. I. I don't pay super close attention to Greg? that stuff. Honey, uh, we sold the house. Uh, I, it's fact. I'm very much a creature of habit, so something would be off. I don't know what it. What that. What my jam would be, but <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely something that you'd be like, huh? That's a little bit different. If you had something in your fridge. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I would actually have food in there. real food in your fridge? I literally have nothing in there right now. But Al? we can move on. If my collar had lipstick on it, I'm just kidding. All right, um, <laughs> so I, I think for me it's more, there's a lot of, uh, let's just say if I'm not coming home, the time starts changing. If, I mean, the Lakers schedule, she knows where I'm at, what I'm doing. If I tell her, yeah, I'm working a Laker game, and they have an off night, she's like, okay, this guy's... He's obviously lying off his you-know-what. Does what. she pay attention to the schedule? That's yeah, right. she does. Yeah. She pays attention to the schedule because she tries. there aren't too many off days, yeah. so she tries to find, okay, hey, when does he not have a game? We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, too, the refrigerator. I eat everything in the fridge. Like, I'm not, if all of a sudden there's just extra food in the fr- I'm not eating the food. I'm going to eat somewhere else where the case is. She would definitely be suspicious. She's not big on leftovers, and I'm eating leftovers like crazy. So I think little things like that she would notice. Taylor? Fact, yeah. Probably if I was super talkative or um, <laughs> I also whistle. I whistle when I'm nervous. That would be, that'd be another tell. Oh, so okay. you're not good at poker. <laughs> Don't play it. Yeah. All right. So it's National Disc Jockey Day. So DJs. So you would support your child if he or she wanted to be a DJ as their career path. That's their only goal in life is to be a DJ. Uh, Greg, factor cap. 
So Riley's going to be like a Tiesto kind of situation? Yeah, like, like marshmallow, Tiplo, marshmallow. That, mean, that means she's got a residency <laughs> in Vegas and is probably like making Jed a the lot fish. of money. Uh, that's what I was thinking okay, yeah, too, see, Taylor. Yeah, which one? Is, yeah. that's, I'm not sure which I, DJ I, we're yeah. talking okay, about. I'm talking about, I'm changing the subject, be like DJ, like a Diplo, marshmallow, playing big sets at festivals, that kind of thing. So I would support her in anything that she would want to do. I would probably not be happy that she is changing her life into being a DJ, but no, Riley can do whatever she'd like. I will. I, it is fact. I would. I would help her. Al, what if rookie wanted to do this? Yes, rookie. That's a big one. Um, I go fact on this too. As long as this, if that's something they really enjoy, <laughs> that they're passionate about it. And there's a, you got to make a career out of it. You can't be like, yeah, I'm DJing again and I'm, I'm making a hundred bucks a week. The you Weinstein know, you can't do that. <laughs> but, but there is, <laughs> there is, there are definitely people incredibly successful doing it as long as it's like something that they're actually passionate about. Okay. I, Tiesto, is that what you said? Yeah. Marshmallow, actually, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is Tiesto yeah. a DJ? Yeah. How, how many of those people? people are there at that level probably point zero 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 one percent yeah but so like so it's the equivalent five, of making five, the nba no there's there's not there's how many people are in the nba like 500 yeah 400 okay there's not 500 of those guys are there that are tiesto level no, yes, a level, that's, no. that's another level. Yeah, I mean, it's, but, that's like a LeBron level. That's what versus, I mean. But my, I guess what I'm getting at is you guys, the, the answer is right. You, you're going to support your children doing whatever they want, but you're also Except going to being very <laughs> aggressively say, hey, look, I need you to look at this. You do what you want. If you're passionate about it, you want to run this down, but you're not living in my house when you're 30 because you're a DJ. Well, okay. I mean, I mean be, if you're 30 and living in my house, it needs to be because you haven't broken into the financial markets yet. I can't have you be a DJ living at my house at 30 years old. Well, That's not an option. I, I mean, to be fair, like my parents didn't want me being in sports radio. They were very, very uh, against me being in sports radio. Were you on the were you on their dime? For a little bit, but okay, then I, but I eventually got off their that, dime. That's what I mean. Like if they, I got if, off their dime. If they're 20 and yeah. I want to go spin records, the ones and the twos, I think I got that right. <laughs> yeah, um, of course. Then sure, when you're 20, but if you're 26 and you're still doing it and you're living in my house, it's like, hey, you either need to get this thing off the ground or you need to go find a real job. There's not, it's not, the support doesn't last forever. The love does, the support does not. Taylor? I'm with Trav to a degree, yeah. Um, do it on your own dime, but I absolutely support that. You know, being a musician, go out there, do your thing, you know? Make the best of it. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. And hopefully that leads to you having a living. Look, if we were all just doing what we were doing to be happy, <laughs> no one would ever get anything done. <laughs> right? We're doing this to be happy. I, I understand, but if, put it to you this way. If this didn't come with a check, I'm not just coming in here every day because I got a smile on my face. Well, no, we're obviously getting paid, but like also wow. these DJs are getting paid too. There, you know, there's plenty of raves that, but, no, and all no, these I'm, other look, things. Look, if that you are going become Mars Tiesto, then go become Mars Tiesto. That's fine. Marciesto? What I'm saying is, right, what if, if you're, you're doing if, the Weinstein bar mitzvah <laughs> when you're 30? We got to reevaluate. What if you're making ends meet? You're able to support that, yourself. Right. However, you. but you're kind of just still getting by. It's not like that, you're that scenario is the one you go. Hey man, knock yourself. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Chase the dream. Mm -hmm. Can I borrow money to fix my I, car? I was just can't really help you with that. Three years ago. What are we talking about? <laughs> All right. So uh, it's Rain Wilson's birthday. Happy birthday, Rain Wilson. So Dwight is the best character on The Office. Alan Federer Cap. Um, Cap for me. It's uh, it's it's Steve. It's for me. It's Michael uh, Scott. It's Michael Scott. Like that is. That guy makes me laugh 
for the stupidest things and just his body language, how he's awkward and all that stuff, by far for me, it's him. He's my favorite character. Taylor? So Dwight's my second favorite, but my favorite's probably Creed. He's not, oh, he's Creed not, is he's, the best yeah. answer. Creed that is actually, the right answer. That tracks for you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have he doesn't have enough lines. I love Creed though. But he says the weirdest things and it's always, always funny. And he's always funny in the background too. Uh, Travis? So the answer to these questions is always the star of the show. It's it's Steve Carell, it's Michael yeah. Scott, it's Jerry Seinfeld, it's Sam Malone. It's the the guys that are, the ancillary characters are the ones that take it to a whole nother spot, but if you take those people off the show, you saw what the office looked like without Steve Carell. I still thought it was funny, it, but it, yeah. it, was, it was funny. It was but funny, it was but it wasn't the same show. For me, it was done. The it's show a was done. Totally different thing. The answer is always the star of the show. Jerry Seinfeld, all of those Julia Lou Dreyfus, the exception, but those other people they never really had Jerry Seinfeld's been killing it ever since. Yeah. Berg? Uh, I, I agree with that. When you can have lines like, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> like you are you are the top of that show. That yeah, he is the best character on it. Michael Scott is Some the greatest. Some of Creed's lines though are if you just pick him out out of context, he's like, What's a text? It's like he was <laughs> talking about like getting a text from them he's like what's a text There's, if i can't it, scuba what's all this about right? <laughs> what's all this for when he comes in he's all he's all bloody he's like oh good thing it's halloween <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's great like, that's right. great so i was listening to a podcast and this guy was talking about how um he like his worst breakup or he blames it on himself because it, she should be blamed for it he was playing a video game with his friend like nba 2k or something his girlfriend brought him a cake for his birthday and he was in the middle of the game and he was like wait uh give me five minutes i'm gonna finish this game or whatever like he kind of blew her off and then she essentially took the cake with her left never came back so his breakup was over a video game so it's uh it's worse to break up over a video game than to break up via text Travis Factor Cat <sighs> they didn't break up over a video game they hated each other long before that because <laughs> if he because if yes. he didn't it was hate his her birthday why can't he play 2k <laughs> on his birthday but the point is she's looking for a reason to blow it off he didn't care if she blew it off they both right. hated each other's guts long before it got to this point 100%. so so I I'm going to go with text because that's just weird. If you're in a relationship with somebody and presumably you've gotten to the point where you've been intimate with this other person and you've shared moments to just fire off a, hey, we done, LOL. That seems <laughs> that, that seems a little aggressive to me. Like you at least got to get in front of the other person. Berg? Uh, it's, it's worse by a text. But like when is there has to be a, a time frame of when a text is acceptable to break uh, up with two somebody. Dates. I think two days after is, two dates after two dates is acceptable to have a text. Um, so after three, three dates, dates it has to be a phone call. And or is that okay, in person? Honestly, you're not breaking up with somebody after two dates. You're not even with no. Them. You're not right. with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, a so, text. A text is fine if you're if it's a casual thing. You saw the person ten times. I think a text of like, hey, I'm moving on. I, that wouldn't bother if you're me. Official and exclusive, a real relationship yeah. yes. and you're texting at a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> the hell is that? No, yeah, no, that's not okay. It has to be in person. There's no. There's no. Not even a phone call. Like you got to. If you're breaking up with somebody and it's a real relationship, yeah, it's got to be in person, sitting down at a coffee. I mean, I, I I pick up the phone to call the Disney hotline. I, I can't pick up the uh, the Disney uh, when we do or we need our, our printer connected. I can't pick up the phone to tell somebody that I have a relationship with that I'm breaking up. The text would be by far worse than the video game. Yeah, and yeah, the video game would be just ridiculous. <laughs> like as Travis said, it's not the video game. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot more going on there. Yeah, the text is unforgivable. Is is a phone call acceptable? 
Phone phone I call is much more. Let, uh, to be honest with you, if you're long distance, it is. Uh, but even if you're not long distance, if it's a phone call and it's an actual real conversation and this all that. Okay, the world's not going to end, right? Like, that's all right. I mean, you prefer to do it in person, but a text message, you can't do anything it's serious in, in a text message. It's the How do you do anything time serious of the in a relationship text? that t- determines what it is? Correct. And it attend, it, the intensity of the relationship matters too. Like, if you're Dude. living together, you're not calling, like, hey, uh, I need you to take your stuff You're out. in the other room. You're in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, can you pack up your you know what and get yeah, out because need, I'm kind of over this? Where are you? I'm, I got, I'm in the closet right now, but I just, uh, got I'm, the, I'm, a, I'm, I'm scared of, of you. you. Yeah. Got the guys coming over for Call of Duty. I know you hate that, so why don't you get the you know uh, what out of here? It's poker night. Would you mind just uh, she's not like being she's here She's like, ever it's my again. place. All right, that's a good point. Jalen Ramsey <laughs> is tweeting, and this may be the start. This may be the start. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Rams not playing this weekend, boo. But uh, let's need to talk on Monday night. What's that? They're on Monday night. <laughs> I wish. I, well, I mean, yeah, I, w- I wish there's like, once you're in the playoffs, you want to go all the way into February, but if you're not out. in the mix, not listen, they were been in, they weren't in the mix on Halloween. <laughs> this is actually, this is a perfect example. Last season, remember how you were talking about the Lakers last year yeah. where they, I think you said they were 22 and 24 or something like that. Last year they were 22 and 23 through 45. 22 and 23. And they ended up 16 games below 500. Yeah, it kind of came apart. And, and, and you're already, you know, there was only 45% of the season left. <laughs> right. And when that spiral starts, and I'm sure it's like this for every fan base, This it's like, get the season over with. When you're actually playing some good ball, everybody's kind of walking in with a completely different thing. So that was the Rams this year. So the Rams had a bad year. Yep. And one of the ways that you could kind of juice it to try to get back to a good year is sell some of your stuff, right? That you gotta you gotta get a little younger, you gotta get a little cheaper, and you gotta get a little deeper. And the quickest way to do that is to move some stars potentially. Jalen Ramsey's name has popped up a lot. Okay. It's popped up a lot as maybe the guy that is the most likely guy to do what we just described. Especially the odd man out. Because AD's AD. You gonna find somebody better than Matthew Stafford? Probably not. Cooper Cup feels like he's off the board. Bobby Wagner, maybe, but Ramsey feels like the guy because he's up at the end of the year and you could probably still get quite a quite a bit for him. He just tweeted, and Emily, you said he's taken this down already? Yeah, he since deleted it. Okay. So this was up and been deleted in the last ten or fifteen minutes. 
I need to read slowly, Al, because there's okay. some words in here that I don't want to accidentally say on the radio. Y'all Twitter GMs be talking all that trade stuff. Going to be messed up if it happens. FR, is that for real? Yeah. Okay, for real. Thank you. Okay, Better be careful what you wish for. Best corner to walk into two or- two organizations, and that's a fact. He's, that last sentence is true, right? Certainly, the he's been the best Rams defensive back for the last 20 years, probably. Yeah. They've had some good ones. They had Tremaine Johnson. They had Tlaib. They've had some guys. But he's been the best, certainly the best in Jacksonville. But that doesn't mean that you can't move him. And if he's reacting like that, you wonder if somebody somewhere didn't just kind of whisper oh, in his ear that, yeah. hey, listen, we're probably not going to do anything, but just, you know, just be aware that everything's on the table. Les Seed said that yesterday. Everything's on the table. It also means they probably should move him because he's that good. It's clearly in his head. First off, I got a quick question for you. All right. So does Jalen Ramsey put out this tweet knowing that it will get seen? Somebody will screenshot it. And then take it down, saying to himself, all right, I kind of got my message across, but it doesn't need to live here. People are going to, maybe there's going to be some people that get upset about it, whatever the case is. My my problem with the tweet, if that's how you feel, keep it up. Why'd you take it down? Everybody's going to talk about it anyways, right? Like you already, you already said it. You, you're going to tell me you didn't think about this before you put out the tweet. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I'm with you. I'd prefer he leave it up too. To take it down, I don't think there's a reason. I'm for more it. interested in whether he knows something already. So now I'm going to put that to the side, yeah. right? Because it's I'm sending a message. You are sending a message. What by you kind of saying what you're saying? I don't know if he knows something or there's just a lot of chatter, and his he is the name that keeps coming up. Um, I, I don't think that, you know we run into this. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have tremendous amount of value because he clearly does. I'm not saying that he's not an important piece of the Rams and wasn't an important piece during that Super Bowl run because he clearly was. The whole saying of it's not personal, it's just business, the Rams are coming off a 5-12 and season. They're not coming off. It's not like there is a solution to fix this thing and, and it's within those doors. It doesn't seem like you can get back to where you're hoping to get to just by... You'd have to get really lucky. You'd have Maybe it's not even just luck, but it's it's. I agree with you. It's common to look at some I, solutions I, I, or whatever the I case is. I completely agree. If you've, you're hearing his name a ton, because we've talked about it, and then he's going out of his way to say something about it, I think there's no question about it, some truth to this, that he has taken personal. Okay, I'm going to play three different, um, let's see here, three different cuts from Les Need, who was talking yesterday. Tell me if any one particular player seems to fall into this category. Every year since we've been here, right, there's been moments where we've had to say goodbye to key contributors. Okay, here's another one. We're probably going to have to, let's go, not press the gas as much, pay a little bit of the uh, debt that we've accumulated. Here's another one. We're very well aware that some of our core players, right, are in their primes and, and getting closer to the twilight of their primes. But that does not mean, right, when you're a player like that in your prime, that you're still not very, very productive and can be very successful. Does Jalen Ramsey not meet all three of those criteria? <laughs> right? A few players do. Yeah, yeah, but they just re-signed Aaron Donald. They just re-signed mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford. They just signed Bobby Wagner to a long-term deal. Jalen Ramsey is close to the end of his contract as well as, you know, at least historically, where guys tend to 
dip at that particular position. We say goodbye to key players at the end of each year. He's certainly a key player. Mm -hmm. We have to pay down some of this debt that we've accumulated over the last few years. How do you do that? You sell some of the things that are expensive and maybe somebody else wants. Core players close to the twilights of their career? He's all three of those Mm -hmm. things. Well, I I would, if I just kind of simplify this, and I know it's speculation, just you and I BSing here. Start of the 2023 football season. Jalen Ramsey a Ram? I don't think so. I, I think I, I think that he's the piece that's most attractive to others. Mm-hmm. I think he's the piece that could potentially get you the most back without doing something really out of the box like moving Aaron Donald. Um, I think he's. I think it's the quickest way to do all the things that Leslie's talking about. We can like we can kind of restock here a little yeah. bit. Maybe you could move into the first round with a trade like that. I think he's the most attractive candidate to the other teams to try to go get teams that would come after a Jalen Ramsey and give Rams what they're looking for to kind of restock. Mm-hmm. They're a team that is competing. Yes. They got a chance. They're they're they have a a playoff run in front of them. They think they're a Jalen Ramsey away on the defensive side to shore up certain things. It's a vet. It's this and that. Is that kind of that, describe so what that team would 100%. be? Hundred percent. It's it's this. Think about this. Somebody's going to win the Super Bowl here in three weeks, right? But everybody else is not. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City, Jacksonville, all the, these teams that are, hey, we're kind of close yeah. to this. San Francisco. The Giants. The, 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 we, if we had that guy, sure. and now all of a sudden we go from we're in the mix to maybe not unlike what Vaughn Miller did for Buffalo this year before he got hurt, but adding Vaughn Miller took them from a very good team to a, oh my gosh, they're a problem. Well, isn't that, you know, we've heard Lesney say this before, um, it's the timing of where you are. So those other teams are in that window of, no, 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 For now's sure. the time. For and, sure. and he could be a player that shores you know, some of that up. And by the way, if I'm Ramsey, I, I'm, I get it that you know you kind of want to take some of this stuff personal. I understand that. But he might end up in a great situation and be competing for another Super Bowl. What makes those dudes so good is that they do take it personally. Yeah. That's why they are who they are. They take everything personally. It's, a, it's an incredibly effective tactic as an athlete to believe that everybody's against you. That, that's powerful stuff. Right, you collaborate with your teammates, but you think the rest of the world is out to get you? Yeah, I get it. Look, he has been the best corner in football for a long time. You get a little something for it. I, I look, I'd like to see him stay, but if he's not, hmm. and you get something coming back, I could live with it. I could absolutely live with it. Uh, they're going to live with Brandon Staley. He's not playing this weekend either. Yeah. And Tom Telesco said something that made me sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm climbing the ranks on your side of the people that just kind of over the Chargers. I'll explain next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.